Hi everybody, it's Coach Jenny. I'm a wife, I'm a cyclist, I'm a hiker, traveler, an entrepreneur, a golden doodle mom, but most importantly, I'm an athlete who's visually impaired. So let's get started. Hello everybody and welcome back to my podcast. It is episode 44 on coping strategies for stress management. Yes, you heard that right. Stress management. We all go through periods of our life where we are super stressed. No lie, no doubt, positively. And today I'm going to go through four steps of how we can handle our stress management. Let's get started. So the first thing I want to point out is identifying the triggers or trigger that it's causing you to be stressed. What kind of habits do you have around this trigger? What is your attitude? What is your excuse that you have around this particular trigger? So for example, my biggest trigger is when somebody downplay somebody's behavior or makes fun of them or just doesn't allow someone to be their true authentic self, this is a huge trigger for me because it makes me angry because somebody doesn't allow another person to have a voice. I feel my face getting red. I feel just hot and just so angry. So I instantly know that this is a trigger for me because I have these sensations of my emotions, my feelings, physical sensations that this is a trigger. So we're going to go over today the top four things that you can use and tools for that toolbox because this year, 2021, is all about creating that new toolbox for you to have something in there when you open that up that you can dive in there to help you solve some problems. So let's dive into the toolbox. So number one on ways to handle stress management, connections with others. Sounds kind of interesting, maybe not your thing, but hear me out. Spend time with people that really love your vibe, who get you, who make you feel safe, who understand you and support you. These are the people that you want to be around. Because if you feel triggered, you're going to be able to go to somebody and be like, hey, I have a problem. Or, hey, can I bounce something off you? Or, oh my gosh, I had a really shitty day. Just hear me out. Because we need those people. It could be family, friends. It could be a therapist. It could be somebody in a group that you talk to. You need to find a safe place that you can go to just to bounce off these ideas to somebody because getting it off your chest is the best way to handle anger management because when you let it fester inside of you, terrible terrible, terrible stuff happens because all you're doing is stuffing that emotion that's triggered and stuffing it back inside you because it's never resolved. It's now just going to pack on top of another situation that's going to arise in the future and it's going to get worse. So if we handle the situation right away, it's a lot better. And even if the situation isn't solved and we're able to at least process our feelings with somebody, awesome. That is a great way to handle it. Number two, 
Schedule time for fun and relaxation. Sounds easy to do, but completely difficult. Take it from me, someone who started a business in the middle of a pandemic and has a very masculine brain to be like, I need to do, do, do work 12, 14 hours a day because I need to serve my clients and give them my heart and soul and show them that I'm here for them. But on the other hand, I'm giving so much to other people that I'm not serving myself. I'm not helping myself be the best that I can be. I'm not helping myself to help other people. And once again, I always talk about that cup analogy. You cannot pour from an empty cup. I mean, you can pour air, but that's not very helpful. Dear Lord. (laughs) So here's some tips on scheduling fun and relaxation is do something enjoyable every day. It could be huge, it could be little. For me, it's about exercising, spending time with George and my dog. It is getting outside for a walk. We've been doing walks all winter long. It is 45 inches of snow outside over the winter and we were going for walks. It was awesome. It was just so nice to be outside in the sun and just enjoying time away from my office. How about doing something that makes you laugh. It could be going out for drinks with friends or going out to dinner if you can in the middle of this pandemic or watching a funny movie. George and I watched a funny movie the other day. I laughed my ass off because it was hilarious. I've seen it a million times, but you know what? It was awesome. It's really nice to just genuinely laugh and just enjoy the moment. And another thing is just relax. Go outside, watch your kids play in the yard, watch the dog try to chase a squirrel it'll never get. Just enjoy being outside and not in your office. I know many of us are still working from home and some love it, some don't, but find that place where you can just power down, turn it off, and just do something for yourself. Number three, one of my favorites, and you guys know that I love working out, but it's movement and exercise. When we exercise or any form of movement, our endorphin levels rise. That's our happy hormones. That's when our bodies feel awesome. We're loving life, just enjoying everything that's going on. That's like when you are going into a workout and you're like, shit, I don't feel like doing this. I feel terrible, but actually once you're about 15, 20 minutes into it, you're like, yeah, man, I'm really doing it. I'm having a good time. I got some music on. I'm just loving it. That's because the endorphins kicked in. You are just enjoying the moment you're in it. And other ways that you can get exercise is going for a walk, riding a bike. One of my favorites now that I'm in my new office, y'all, need to check out my new office. So go on my Instagram page and check it out. But I have this beautiful space now and I turned my music up really loud and I was dancing around like a super freak because it made me happy. I was moving. I was grooving. I was having a good time because it's what makes me happy. So movement and exercise, any which way you want to do it, have at it. That is a great coping skill to help with stress management. So live it up, find whatever works. Number four, meditation and journal. I know I talk about this, 
probably way too much, but you need to find what works best for you. If meditation and journaling is not your thing and it's something else, awesome. Do it. But I feel like meditation gives us the ability to slow down our mind. When, at least when I'm so angry and I'm stressed, my mind is going a thousand miles an hour and I can't think. My face is all red. I'm hot. I'm angry. I am just, my brain is bouncing off the walls like Pong. This is a way for me to bring it down a notch and just relax that response that my body's having. That's that fight or flight mode when our brain is kind of like, whoa, they call it critter brain. When your critter brain is freaking out because it doesn't know what to do, because you're like, I need to do something now, 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 because I'm angry and I need to solve it. But on the other hand, if you take a moment, bring it down, process your feelings, huge things could happen. Because sometimes when we're in the heat of the moment, I have done this, stupid things happen. (laughs) Emails are sent when they shouldn't have been. Text messages are sent when totally shouldn't have been. But you know what? When we give ourselves the time to relax, focus, and just absorb what's going on, we will have a better response to whatever the trigger is. So that meditation and journaling, huge. I'm not a huge journaler and I'm very open about this. I have journals and I don't use them and I'm terrible with that. I lie. I do have one journal that I write in every night and I write about two lines and I love it. It's a a smaller journal and it's from Brendan Burchard and I love it. And it gives me like little um, tips like, hey, you Tell me one thing about your day that was awesome or write down your gratitude list because it helps me just give me something to journal on. It's not just a blank page. Sometimes when I have like a blank page, I can't focus what is making me angry or whatever. Like it gives me something to focus on. So find a journal that works for you. Some people love the freedom of writing whatever they want. For me, I just need a little bit more structure to point me in the right direction for sure. And the last one, um, this might be a bonus, but one that we can sh- one that we should use in the heat of the moment. When you're in a situation that you know that you cannot leave and do any of the talking with another, scheduling time away, or movement, or meditation, is taking a deep breath, or a few of them. I know when there's situations, when I'm talking to somebody and I'm like, dear Lord, I want to rip your face off right now. I'm not having this conversation. I'm uncomfortable and I'm angry. What do I do? I need to slow my mind. I'm still looking at the person. Sometimes uh, it's like the Charlie Brown thing. Wah, 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 wah. Because I'm seeing red. So angry. But you're going to take a deep breath. And it doesn't have to be super noticeable because that's something I really worked on because you don't want to see a person see you go (gasps) because it looks so awkward because then it looks like you're in distress. But on the other hand, it's taking a slow breath. You're filling up your stomach, filling up your chest, your sides, and then you're going to release it. And it could be out of your nose, out of the side of your mouth, It's very slow 
and controlled. And you can do that again and slow and controlled. And I've done this. People don't know that I'm doing this technique because what I'm doing is I'm de-escalating myself from a very uncomfortable situation and making myself feel more comfortable. So you have to be able to be quick-witted and be able to use these coping strategies when you're triggered. And life is gonna be full of triggers. No lie, you could be at a grocery store and somebody triggers you. My prime example is I was at the post office yesterday. I saw this elderly lady. She had a walker in her purse and she gave her a package to the postmaster. And then she turned around and I was like, oh, I'm going to get the door for her because that's just the polite thing to do. So I opened the door and she scooted out is the best way to put it. And I looked at her expecting her to say, thank you. And she just walked right past me. And I was like, okay, maybe she's visually impaired and (laughs) didn't see six foot three me. So she walked past the door, got to the next door, turned around and said, well, aren't you going to get this one? And I said to her, nope, because you weren't grateful for the first one. And I turned around and I walked back to the postmaster. I, I felt horrible because you should always help somebody in need. But if you're not grateful for the people that are around you, life is going to bite you in the ass. And that was the perfect example of how life bit her in the ass. If you were just nice and said, hey, thank you, I would have opened the door for her with no problem. That was my trigger. My trigger that she was mean. And I was like, what am I going to do when she says something stupid? I don't want to clap back and be like, bitch, no, (laughs) because that's normally what I would do. But you know what? I was still a little sassy, but I was very direct and to the point. And you know what? Sometimes it just happens. So on that note, everybody, these are the coping skills to manage your stress. One, connections with others. Two, schedule time for that fun and relaxation. Three, movement and exercise. Four, meditation and journaling. And five, the bonus one is that deep breathing or that deep breath that you can do immediately in a negative situation. All right, everybody, we're going to sum this up today. I just wanted to remind you, and if you're interested, I do have a new $10 mastermind or membership or whatever you want to call it that I am offering. This is amazing. It is called Advice from a Mentor healthy life hacks, because I wanted to create a environment where people can come in and ask the questions, feel comfortable, build their confidence, build up that personal power. And you know what? It's an awesome group. It's $10 a month and you have unlimited access to me. And if you want to kick it up a notch, I do have an option. It is a hundred dollars a month. You are in the group unlimited access as well as one power hour coaching call with me each month so ten dollars gets you unlimited access to the group 
and $100 gets you unlimited access as well as a power hour coach call with me. So lots of options. I do have people signing up. You might be there, you might not be there, but officially I'm starting the group on St. Patrick's Day here in the States, which is the 17th on Wednesday, just to kind of like, hey, let's kick off, talk about goals, what we want to do. And, uh, it's fun. It's going to be a simple group. I'm going to go live each week. You can ask me questions. I'm going to have polls. I'm going to have links that you can listen to, learn, and just grow from this group. And that's what it's all about. The people that are already in it want to learn about confidence and personal power. And I can help you with that. So on that note, everybody, I hope you have an amazing week and take these coping skills and put them in your toolbox. Sometimes these skills seem very basic, but you know what? We need them. Be bold, be badass, and I'll talk to you next Monday.